What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Hey, what's, what's up, up everybody? Oh, Steve's back. That's not my intro. Oh, it's his turn. Go ahead, man. Oh, no, oh, go man. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we got so used to him not being here. We're all yeah. good. Go ahead. <laughs> Gary always trips me up with something like that. Always. It's a, well, it's the second time. Like, I should have known better. Um, um, but yeah, guys, uh, what's up? Uh, Gary just threw me off. So, good night. <laughs> <laughs> You got to start over now. <laughs> uh, okay. Welcome to Thursday R3 Rideshare Rodeo Roundtable. Um, let's welcome uh, Hannibal. Oh. oh are oh. we going to pet him? We're we going to put him in the middle and everybody can just pet him. <laughs> He's in the we void. Have an avatar picture of him in the middle. <laughs> um, but we do have, obviously, Kim's side money plans. Got. Dash Theory TV. Yes, sir. And oh, I got it right on everyone. And <laughs> GaryZaps.com. Yes. I'm, I use the light now. I just know oh, yeah. that where you the light is. The... Go towards the light. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like um, we're like the Brady Bunch, like, you know, like a yeah. Brady Bunch intro. Well, the Brady Bunch had nine. Squares. Um, okay, so we're half of the Brady we're Bunch. We're half of the Brady Bunch. We're like the, yeah. <laughs> like the I mean, the I guess if you, don't, if you don't count the maid, if you don't count the maid, we're half the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we are a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, uh, you guys, first of all, um, I hope everybody got to watch last week's show. I, I watched it, obviously, on replay. And... Um, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought Chris was really good. I, I thought that was a fun call to have Chris on, and I think, uh, um, I think everybody did. I think it was a great show. Uh, so, hopefully, everybody else got to catch it. Um, it was kind of interesting. I told Gary that uh, before we go any farther, I, it was weird because I don't even know if this is a milestone or what you'd consider it. But my 500th video was Driver Nation on Friday night. Yeah, last Friday, and I was doing avalanche training, but but I wasn't there. But I was. So how many of the 500 videos were you actually there for? <laughs> that, that becomes the next question. Three hundred. Right, well, well, so I've I've only missed like three. Right, your rodeo production. But so you've you've missed time. you've missed more than three, four, more than four. <laughs> I don't know how many driver. I've only missed three of the roundtables. I don't know how many driver nations since we've been doing it on the video, but well, regardless. I, I know you missed four whenever it was hosted on a different channel. <laughs> oh, I don't know. 
Oh, when but it was just counting? radio, maybe. Who's counting? Yeah, who's counting, dude? It's obviously number. you are. Gary is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> gotta keep his attendant. I mean, somebody gotta keep him in check. If not, he just throws us out and like, yeah, you guys got this. And then I gotta actually prepare, do segues that Kim loves and all that stuff. He but did any, good. But, but Gary, but Gary, you segue did, game really is good. on point. You did, you did really good last week. I, mean, I, I, I know I prepared for it. Yeah, see. But I also want to, you guys, I really want to thank Chris, um, Real Rideshare Stories, for stepping in and joining last week. Um, I think he did a great job. And I, I was just really appreciative. That was a bit, this was a very big milestone for me. Um, it's something that I've been working on for a long time. And it goes back to pre pandemic. And the pandemic actually screwed up my timing for doing this correctly. So me getting squeezed in to a canceled spot this year was almost up to me like a miracle because if it went on too much longer i don't know if i would have lost the drive i wouldn't have lost the drive but i don't know how i would have ever got it because you're supposed to do back-to-back years and the second year for me was pandemic so so what do you do now like what's the next steps so i am certified to do mountain search and rescue but i can take it steps farther yeah i mean so if people go missing in the summer or the winter and because I'm avalanche certified too, I can do um, high country in the winter um, and obviously in the summer as well. Uh, so, they, so, yeah, I can just go, I can go, hey. I can go, I, I can go be your basic search and rescue guy, but I want to take it a couple levels up. I, I'm either, I think I told you, Kim, and I think I've told everybody here that I'm either looking at, um, uh, at doing uh, fire. You can do like 80 hours of, really? of, uh, of fire or you can do 80 hours of paramedic and i was for a long time i was going to do paramedic then i was looking at fire and i think i might be back to paramedic a bit after doing avalanche too because um it's not like you're fully you don't go through the 400 hours or whatever it's 80 hours that you do you do like a it's it's like a shortened class so that you at least know a lot though and part of me was thinking it's pretty important that i know how to help people too when i get to them <laughs> You know, I mean, you're with teams a lot, so there's probably somebody that's going to be in that team that can help. But I want to be able to help if I get to the person first. I don't. No, know. I, I think Kim. What Kim was probably trying to ask is, how does it work now? Like, there's an avalanche. They call you, hey, Steve, come on, Batman. Let's no, go. so now, so now I, you know, now I could uh, start. So what you do is you. I mean, unless you're, unless I was going, like if Max wasn't in school and I wanted to go full blown, I could go apply at different counties, search and rescue. Um, I am qualified. And that qualification actually means a lot. There's only two places in the United States that do it. So to have that is like the extreme of the extreme. They take that very, like, you don't have to have experience. They take that very valuable that you did this. Um, but what I can do right now, and this is what I'm thinking about doing is volunteering up in like one of the foothill counties um, just on a need basis. Like if somebody got lost and they need everybody they can, that's when like they bring in the volunteers and stuff. So that's what uh, I was wondering. Oh, so like, this yeah. is like a volunteer type of thing. Well, no, no, this can be a full, this, I mean, there are search and rescue people making upward of triple digits. Well, that's what I, I mean, was so thinking. You, I'm like, you have to have a love for it, but, but I feel yeah. like it's a good way for me to get my foot wet to volunteer Got it. because I'm, I live here in Denver. I work gig work. 
Max goes to school, if something happened and they needed me on a volunteer basis right now, and I would get my feet foot in the door with a few of these places, I would get to know some of the people. And I'd also get to experience with the more experienced people um, when there is a situation. But because I'm a gig worker, again, a perk of a gig worker, because I'm a gig worker, I can the do freedom, that. Freedom, flexibility, yeah. you know, you kind know. of develop that resume for lack of better terms. Right. Because I mean, like, you know, if I'm, oh, I'm planning on working Friday, Saturdays and not Sunday this weekend, let's say, and then they, I got a call, I could obviously, yeah, I was planning on it, but I can go say I'm not going to work. I'm, I don't have a job where I'm going to be in a ton of trouble because I decide to go do this. So I, I, I've heard from a lot of people that volunteering is a great way to start. And it's a great way to get to know all of the county's different departments. Um, because there's some like up near Rabbit Ears Pass and stuff up near Steamboat, which there's way more avalanches or down in near Telluride and Durango and stuff. There's way more avalanches. So those are the, there's a lot harder counties to be in than others. Um, so I don't know, everybody, everybody I was doing it with is basically on the same thing. Like there was two people from, um, the back country of British Columbia's, uh, um, Whistler in Vancouver on the backcountry side, you go into Banff national park and it's not even avalanches so much as people leave the property of Whistler. Cause it's so big that the terrain's so big and they have a couple unpatrolled areas where you have to go through a gate that says this area is unpatrolled. Know that you are on your own back here, blah, blah, blah. And that's where the people who work at the resort can't help you. And they're not even supposed to go back there and do anything. But if somebody went missing and they were and they went through that gate or whatever, that's when search and rescue comes in and actually goes down into the park. Because it's not always an avalanche either. You know, somebody could be stuck down at the bottom of something and they oh, think, yeah. okay, the resort's this way and they're hiking the wrong way. I mean, this happens all the time. And then night falls and it's how cold is it? Can you survive through a night? My guess is no, because you were so stupid to do something like that in the first place. Yeah, do they but I have known very to, good skiers and boarders to do this. Do they teach you how to like prepare yourself in case you do get covered in like a whole heap of snow, or you just did? I'm supposed to be the one dealing with the whole heap of snow. Yeah. I mean, really, what you need what you need are those BHCA packs. They don't always work, but it's like a a shoot. So you get like, you put, it's like a canister that costs $1,200. You get one use out of it. What expensive But it can. will, you pull it like this and it's a big balloon over your head that pulls you to the top of the avalanche. Oh, wow. Um, but things can still happen too. Um, there's, there's so much to it. You know, there's, when, if you see, if you see it break, like I learned, I learned a ton this time. The last time it was basics. It was, let's go into this field in the park. Let's teach you guys how to dig and how to properly use the equipment. Um, there was no overnight in the park. That was brutal. Um, and there was no, uh, as no, there weren't as many hours out doing heavy field work. Like we were having to hike up and then they were sending in the choppers like they do to areas that were all, in, in one, it was already cleared out, but here it was snowing so hard. They were sending up the coppers like before we could start our hikes, hikes, we're watching them just floating there. And then they're just tossing out the grenades to start the avalanches huh. because when there's too much snow, they grenade them. They just so they want to be able to control it. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, there still are avalanches, but they got to get the big drifts out of the way because a lot of people ride without beacons. And, and that's the stupidest thing in the world. If you're riding without a beacon in the backcountry, or if you're riding in the backcountry without experience, you're just, you're putting, not only are you in a lot of danger, you're putting everybody out there in danger because a, a crack of a, of a sheet can bring a whole mountain down. So um, you really need to know what you're doing back there, but I'm glad I took it. I thought two was ridiculously hard. My shoulder just today is coming back in. Like I have been rolled forward because this was the one I had surgery on twice. And I, I mean, I was just in so much pain from digging. If I, if I, if it wouldn't have looked so bad, <coughs> I would have paused and cried for a few minutes. <laughs> I was in that kind of pain. It was just burning and it was out. And yeah. Um, but it was a great experience. And uh, yeah, I think I'm back to wanting to do some of the paramedic stuff. So um, if you also, if you attend, this is a really cool thing before I move on past this. If you attend Avalanche 1 and 2, you can go to any community college in the country um, and you can take uh, the paramedic class, the paramedic training for free. Interesting. Yeah. So, you can, so if you come out here and you learn Avalanche over. 1 and 2, which is search and rescue um, level one, any community college will will pay for you to do now to go if you don't do avalanche one and two and you just go to the community college it's like three grand and oh you know between avalanche one and two it was about 1600 bucks so actually i paid half of what you have to to be trained i think that a lot of people just aren't i mean you have to be an expert level to be able to go do avalanche training i'm out so so if right, but if you want to be a paramedic and you're and you're really good at skiing or snowboarding, my tip to you is go take Avalanche One and Two, get it for half price or get it for free. You well, know, I, I tell you what, if there's ever an avalanche and me and Kim are on the mountain, yeah. you can find us in the lodge. So dig out right. the lodge, right. and that's we'll where me there. and Kim will be there. We'll be by yeah. the wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the kitchen. We'll be by the kitchen and the bar. You guys, I, this, this, is, this, is, this is how I'll this is how I'll end how I feel about the training though is that after one I felt exactly like what they said you know like I felt really good about the equipment I knew how to use the equipment I knew how to use a probing rod and a shovel and a beacon but I wasn't good at it then we got like how to use the beacon how to actually trace bodies because they were burying them in, not bodies but these pillow things and fields with beacons attached and we had to go out and find them but in two it was a lot more work and that at the end. So you had to like put skins on split boards and walk up the mountain. You know, we're doing like 3000 foot, you know, elevation gains with like uh, in snow with like the board split and skins on. So, I mean, like, and then you're, then we're coming along the crest and making sure things aren't going to break. It was, uh, the, the teachers were very, um, awesome. And, uh, it was an amazing experience and I've just, I just took stuff to the way next level. Like now I'm backcountry master. So uh, that's not gonna help. don't get ahead of yourself there, Jedi. I'm very proud of you, but better you than me. I am not an outdoors person. So okay, hats so, off to you, my friend. Yeah, I just learned well, I need to carry a beacon and Steve's phone number all times. <laughs> So, okay, but my point is that that's kind of what led me to this, if you guys wonder anyway, too, is that I feel like we, or I already know this, we don't have enough search and rescue people in the Rockies, not just Colorado, but in the Rockies, period. And you go to any state, like even 
Wyoming with Jackson Hole. They don't have enough in the backcountry, and there's not enough search and rescue people. I am at the level where I'm good enough to be search and rescue, and I feel like I feel okay doing it. So I felt like almost like I need to do this because it, this is needed from people, <laughs> and I love being out in the backcountry. So I'm not, you know, it wasn't like I want to be a paramedic. But it's more like I have the ability. I, I go to the backcountry for fun. So if I understand it and can help people, then you know I should be doing that because those people are needed. <laughs> Steve, Steve's going to be the one that's jumping from the helicopter on the snowboard to come get you. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, there's a lift right there. Steve's like, no, I got this. No, no, I got no. this. <laughs> yeah. And somebody, had asked, awesome somebody had asked me in a comment or an email, I think it was a comment on one of the videos I did, where they said, uh, you know, don't you guys have those St. Bernards with the whiskey barrels? <laughs> like, those what? are real things. <laughs> like, you've never seen that, Kim? You've never seen cartoons or anything? Like, I have, somebody's... but I can't, I can't actually imagine someone actually think that's a, a thing. Well, in, in, in the Swiss Alps, they do have them. They do. Yeah, and they well, carry like they carry Alaska. a bear. The, the, why the barrel looks big on cartoons is because it is. It's not just whiskey though. In there are like little airplane shots of whiskey, and then like wrap and like other bandage type things and stuff. Huh. So the I whiskey know is in there. That's Alaska, they but there is whiskey in no there. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Iditarod dogs, but they don't rescue you. They just they 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 won't rescue you. They'll get you from point A to point B if you got ten of them, but. That's about it. The more like, oh, yeah. Uh, any, anyway, dogs. guys, uh, it was an amazing experience. It kicked my butt, and uh, and it's taken me a few to bounce back, but I'm back and I feel great and I'm done. And uh, yeah, I'll figure out my next move with it now. So, Josh, I think I said 10k, I don't think I said 1k, I think I said 10k. <laughs> I don't think 1k will do he'd it, cl- but he'd <laughs> climb what? Because even for 1k, I could find something Gary could climb easy. Like, yeah, like your steps yeah. to your living room. <laughs> hey, Gary, climb into my house. There, you just did. Yeah. I think that'll be uh, Google. What is the smallest mountain in America? <laughs> no, we're going there. We're going there. It's a rock. Um, right. yeah, literally. Uh, oh, wait, this is the wrong week. Um, hey, guys, if you haven't hit like, smack that like, please. A luck a lot. That's the thumbs up button. Yeah. Yeah. Or the thumbs down if you hate it, but that would be weird if you're watching it and you hate it, but whatever. Right. But thumbs down. <laughs> so, some people do that. I know. Every view yeah, counts. I really wonder if that is the case, but supposedly it counts exactly the same. Like whatever mm-hmm. metric they give to a like is the same but to a dislike. Yeah. So, so eh, thumbs up, thumbs down, same difference. Uh, yeah. Um so okay, I got at the end I, I have or you know i'm not sure which of the two i'll do i'll see what kind of time we got but i do have a couple short things i want to put in this one i want to start off with because if you live in washington dc or you did from 2016 to 2018 and you worked instacart i want to point this out tonight because you only have till this saturday to claim it um they say that there is 3500 people or wait was it 45 or 35 hundred Instacart workers that are, are 
able to claim this money. And it ranges from a minimal. If you worked one one shop, you get 150 bucks. That's the minimal. There are people getting as much as four grand from the settlement. But out of the 4,500, you have to submit it by um, Saturday. And right now they only have 50 submitted. Oh, wow. I mean, I think I think part of the problem there is you're talking 2016 to late 2018. Most of those those people have moved on or whatever. But I mean, that's why I'm saying it, because if you know, if you even know any, if anybody watching this even knows anybody that lived in D.C. and worked one, two, three shifts, even anything on Instacart during that time, they're owed money, probably a few hundred dollars for under 10 orders. So it's like if you um, put that on TikTok, somebody will find their money. Oh, I, you, I say you, go do it. I did it for the Amazon payout. I yeah, mean, I mean, they're, they're gonna get this is, you know, it's it's not it's not like it's not like signing a class action and waiting thirty years to see if it wins. It already happened. The money's right. there. If you worked, get your thing in, um, Free money. because you are owed money, and uh, all you had to do was work the platform. You don't even have to know what's going on. But if you go to the uh, Rideshare Rodeo website, I did put it in today's post. So if you go to RideshareRodeo.com. And you look at March 23rd's post, there is a link in there to the video, which in the video, um, it shows you uh, what you need to do to contact whoever to get this money and what you need to do. But you do need to do it by this Saturday, which I just think is sneaky and yeah. crappy. Wait, but which I, I find strange. They should have done it you know, like they, they've done in the past, and it should just automatically go out to people. Yeah. But again, I mean, I think that a lot of people's Instacart accounts knows. are closed, or yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're most Instacart people when they when they quit doing it, or most gig workers, they don't just email in and say, "Hey, close my account." They just uninstall the app, right? You know, I mean, and, yeah, yeah. So they, they should be able to contact people by email. Too. <clears throat> well, Instacart knows who worked there in that time period. Yeah, it's Instacart's objective is to pay as little as possible, so they're not going to. Well, I was, they, I was they have to pay anyways. But I'm yeah. sure part part of their deal is they don't have to reach out. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But they, they have to uh, put that money aside anyways. Whether they pay it out or not, they still have to put it to the side. Why? If you, don't, if yeah. you can't get it after the Saturday. Uh, I guarantee you that's probably in there, that they have to hold on to that money. Or it goes, my, my thought is, if anything, it would go to the city of D.C. or something whatever is unclaimed. Yes, I can see what you're saying, but after Saturday, the workers can't get it. I don't either that or they divide it up between the people that did reply back and no, I mean, they're, and they're not doing that. That's what, <clears throat> that's what the thing said. And that's the thing that said that one of the people like worked it for like a year or something. And I don't know how often they were doing it, but they're getting like 2,500 bucks. Yeah. So, I got so like there's only 50 people yeah. out of 45 or 3,500. I mean, Come on, guys. I know that even sure, some of the people watch this busy. are in DC. You know? Nova Dasher, did you ever do Instacart? You work DC. You know? <laughs> you know he didn't do no Instacart. <laughs> right? I know, but but again, he might know somebody who did, you know. And that's why friend I'm saying if you, if anybody in here even knows somebody who was doing doing gig work pre-pandemic in the DC area, let them know. Because they might know some other people who did or what, because the word needs to get out. Instacart's going to get away with, or people are going to just lose out on free money that they are owed. 
Well, I, you know, thing is, I bet you, even if people are still doing Instacart there, if they open Instacart app, I guarantee you there's no pop up or anything in there that says anything about it. And, and I think, oh, they, no, they should. Sure, I, I think they shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. I you mean, know, luckily, they, they it, is on, it, is on, and everything. it is on every news channel. So it's like being run on video news. Like if you watch TV, if you read the paper, if anything. Well, what are Any we, 50? Kind of exposure. Nobody watches TV or reads newspapers. I'm 50, dude. Oh, no, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when was the last time you read a paper? Yeah, he's going TikTok. <laughs> well, I don't read a paper, but... He reads I the put, news. But I, I put the news, news up on the website yeah. every day. Uh, he reads the news to put it out there. <laughs> well. See, you, you're going to have to make a TikTok on it, Steve. That's it. See, I, th- I think I, uh, making a TikTok is your most effective method at this point in time. Yep. Hashtag Instacart. I got I got to tell you, I'm with Gary though. I think that why why wasn't the news saying this weeks ago? Like, why am I just learn? I, I mean, I saw I found it in four articles today. Why didn't I see it in four articles yesterday? Yeah, two days before the deadline. Like, yeah, exactly. Why is even the news waiting till two days out? You know, my guess is like Gary was saying, Instacart is going to probably have to pay out whatever the full amount is, and the and the sit and DC keeps whatever's left over. So yeah. they're stoked; they're glad it's only fifty. You know, but I would like to see any if anybody was working it, I would like to see you get your money. So, you know, I feel like there's me to we need to look up somehow find a DC Instacart shoppers on a Facebook forum and just go like post this video there. And if oh, and if you guys are worried that it's a lot of work, all you have to do is know the date range you worked, and then and your name. They'll uh, from the website they will make Instacart generate the amount of stuff that you're owed. So you don't have to pull. You don't have to f- reinstall Instacart. Pull up any kind of records or nothing. Well, you can't like anyways. That. Instacart don't go back that far. On their right. Well, so yeah, you're just putting it, but you just have to have your date range. The you know. And just just put in your email or whatever. I mean, it's pretty simple, or it sounded like it. It just sounded like this sucks, man. You this is for this is forty eight hours from now. Yeah, hey, go just, get your money. That's BS, dude. You know. So, but John, you had a good point, though. I'm sure there has to be some kind of Instacart or whatever group on Facebook that could. Well, that's the only thing I could think about is when I think about local gig work groups, I think of Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, or, you know, and there's, but the same thing kind of happened to, uh, <laughs> the same thing kind of happened to um, the Instacart shoppers in Southern California, too. I mean, there was way more of them that got some of that, but that class action, remember, and we talked we talked about that, most of it went to the state, and it was a lot of money. Like, the state got a lot of money that was supposed to go out to Instacart workers during from a time period, but they, again, they didn't know to claim it. You know, I wonder what the state does with that money. Yeah. Well, well what do you mean? Blows they just, it. Yeah, they <laughs> just keep like it. Like stay, yeah, they blow it like, <laughs> like sweet, stay. dude. Let's go out to dinner. <laughs> Another bridge to nowhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The so, state needs um, five, our city needs a $5,000 like plunger for a toilet. It was, it, the, I, the California amount was way, was way too much. I think we even talked, I want to say we talked about it on here. It might have been Driver Nation, but I mean, it was in the millions. You know, that's so that was unclaimed. You know, I don't know. That's, um, uh, yeah, so 
Uh, where, oh, Gary. I wanted no. to, so. No, we're on safety feature from Uber now. Okay, well, I was going to push that back to the end. Oh. But I will say that oh. now. No, no, I'll do that. So here's the thing with the safety feature. I think it's been around forever. Remember when they talked about this? I think you guys will probably. But I thought just like all the other Uber features that don't really pilot well in some of the test cities, that they just took it away. Because I was always like, why did they take that away? It's one of the best features. But um, it's so it's Uber safety feature that people don't know that exists. But if you are if you're a, if you're a, a rider, not a driver, if you're a rider and you go into your settings, you can say make pin required. Mm-hmm. There's a pin. setting for make pin, and it's 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 the it's what they call the most overlooked Uber feature, which I don't know why we're always talking about Uber safety. That is an awesome way to be safe. Well, you you know why they do it because it's the ease of customer flow. That's why by requiring a pin, say you request a ride from someone for someone else. Now you have to give that person the pin. They got to do it's, it's a whole process. And Uber is like, well, we want to streamline this as, as quickly as possible. Pick up, drop off, pick up, drop off. So, but here's what, what, here's what, how it, how it works though. I don't know if this is how <clears> it worked <throat> when it first rolled out is that. So if I, if I, as a customer say, I want that on, right. I want the, I want the four pin code. And then I walk up to the car that's mine. That person doesn't have to do anything and neither do I. It's not like technical. There's, you don't even enter it. You just, as the customer, you just have to say, um, I just, do I have the right car? And a pin pops up to the driver. They don't have to do anything. And they just say 1491. And you're like, yep. And See, as long as they match. No, what it used to be is when a customer you had got to type in, it in or something. They had yeah. to, the driver had to type in their code. Yeah, you don't know. It's okay, the customer that's, that's how that it just, used to be. Now it's when the car arrives, it says, uh, make sure to ask your driver what the pin is. No, no, which it, makes says, sense. it says right here, uh, it says, help make sure you get the right car by verifying your ride with the pin. You will receive a unique pin for each trip that you will need to share with your driver when they pick you up in mm-hmm. order for the trip to start. So that means the driver's going to have to enter the pin still. In order for I, but, the trip to start. Well, it didn't sound like it sounded like they tried to streamline that part out, like you were kind of talking about. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, well, I, I, mean, I know when I did ride share last year in Florida, yeah. uh, the, I had to actually enter the pin whenever I picked people up. Yeah. So, man. yeah, I mean, that's how I think it was when I was, when I'm talking yeah. about too. It came around a few times. I thought they just kept pulling it off the app though. No, it, it, and, and coming it, up with these new stupid safety features like, hey, do you right. want us to voice record you? <clears throat> no, because you're using that against me. Right. We all know you use that against <laughs> us. Like, dude, the drivers know, the customers know, none of us want that. Now, I, I mean, I agree with the pin. In fact, I think the pin should be an automatic thing. Yeah, uh, that just, shouldn't even be, it should, right, exactly. It shouldn't yeah. even be a safety it, feature. It, well, it should no, be required. It, it should be something that, I mean, I, I guess the passenger, I'm saying it should automatically be on. And if the passenger doesn't want to deal with it, they can turn it off. I don't you even know? think they should be able to turn but, it off. Well, I mean, for example, because if, you know, if say somebody else, you're ordering a ride for someone else, you know, you can't always give that. Well, they better know the pin. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not other, hard. Otherwise, to text the I pin. would. Otherwise, well, it's, it's really not. But you, really you would believe. Well, because I, I mean, like for example, like ordering it for older people. Okay. You know, or you yeah. know, people like 50 years old, they might not know how to use a pin. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
so Gary, Gary, you're saying that these big fonts that come up that say, just tell your driver. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, four is, numbers. is <laughs> they can't do that. I don't know. I don't know. They might not be able to read. They might. I don't know. They might need to be senior this citizen size. Senior citizen, you know. <laughs> things get confusing the older you get. I, remember I ordered an Uber for my uncle. He was like in his seventies. And any and, anybody uh, any oh sorry anybody over the age of fifty don't take offense to it because I'm just picking on Steve. That's it. That's the only person. <laughs> well, Holly took offense to it. Shush, Gary. <laughs> And I don't know if you really want this, Brandon. Um, it's it's not going well in the uh, in the UK. I'll tell you that. Facial ID check for spark drivers. That doesn't even make they're, sense. They're they're doing the same thing Uber's doing, where you got to verify with a picture. You gotta, yeah. Oh, that's just that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, but you know the other thing about that doesn't even work anyway. You, Gary, I show. I think I showed Gary the pictures. Like I duct taped my mouth yeah. and bulged my eyes out during the pandemic, like that. And they were like, "He's fine." <laughs> Well, I, I get what they're trying to do. They're they're uh, they're trying to minimize the people using other people's account on Spark because on Spark you can't not rent out your account. It, it's not, it's in the terms of you cannot rent out your account like you can on DoorDash and uh, things like that. So other people using other people's accounts to pick up multiple orders, things like that. You know that that's what but, they're trying to combat. But like Spark, I don't remember like giving them a picture. So like they would have to know the first person who scans in. They all got to match that person, or this like this person is not the same as the last ten in a row. It's it's different. Well, I, I I don't get how they. I know I'm I'm gonna be forty three this year. So one year it's it's play. it's all downhill from here. And, and in fact, Steve gets to spend <laughs> my forty third birthday behind, with me. my friend. So <laughs> I'm I'm a lot of way. I'm seven years. <laughs> Around 50, Steve's gonna be almost 60. (laughs) You know what, dude? I'll take I'll take on endurance tests with any 25-year-old in the gig world right now. Oh, you'll kick my butt in a heartbeat. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bring me a 30-year-old. Come on, let's go. Ain't gonna kick my butt because I'm gonna hit him in the knee with a baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't beat that one. (laughs) Can't kick him no knees. Um, watch it, Josh. I'm older, so watch it, Josh. So I think are these is, Gary yours is two DoorDash too, right? We got three yeah. DoorDash stories here. I honestly think the Daily Dot is moving to just being TikTok. Just being I TikTok. agree with yeah. that. I think I that mean, they take TikToks, and I, I do think that sometimes they look farther into it and get more of a story. Sometimes they just take the story from the 30 second TikTok. But I feel like that whole paper is just about TikTok. It is. That's, and they I, did an yeah. article that I read the other day, and I'm like, oh, they did not fact check this because it is not true. <laughs> Whatever they were, it was about DoorDash. I'm like, that's not true. What are they getting at? Well, the story I'm about to talk about, too, they, I don't think that they did the research on this any time like in the last, I don't know, year because, uh, okay, we'll move on to this story. In a, in a viral TikTok video, DoorDasher, DoorDash customer claims that her driver asked for her to pay the gas he bought to deliver her chick-fil-a order that's the one i'm talking about yeah oh that's the one you're talking about they did not do their research did they no not so, at all yeah so reading the story you know basically the driver went and got gas picked up this lady's chick-fil-a order went and delivered it and then gave her a receipt asking for the money for the gas 
Now he what did other? get twenty something dollars worth of gas to do one Chick Fil A order, <laughs> uh, six gallons of gas, twenty dollars eighty four cents. And, and I mean, first off, it's ridiculous that he would even ask for the gas money. You know, we all know how this platform works. We're responsible for our own expenses. Don't take stuff that you don't want to go do. But you definitely all can't be asking customers. Yeah, you definitely can't be asking customers for gas. You know, uh, the biggest the biggest thing I don't like about this story is, uh, you know, they said that the DoorDash has a rewards program for its drivers that make them eligible for discounts on gasoline. In a March 15th press release, when? Press release two years ago? Because the gas programs have been gone for a long time now. The company wrote, we're announcing a gas rewards program based on feedback and aimed at offsetting the elevated gas prices while helping dashers preserve their earning potentials. Dashers who qualify for both rewards could receive anywhere from $1.65 to $2 a gallon. Yeah, where? Uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody, if anybody out there has ever received $1.65 to $2 per gallon reward from DoorDash, Please email it to Steve at rideshareradio.com because we really want to see this. No, but when gas yeah. prices were crazy, DoorDash, if you had the Dasher card, got you got 10% back on the Dasher card. So if you, I'm making this up, if you spent $20, you got $2 back, which is what the program was. But that yeah. stopped. God. Forever ago, last, like beginning of last year, maybe maybe March, April. I don't know. Summer. It didn't last long. It lasted it like three of, months. Yeah, it was yeah. just enough to get over the hurdle of the spike of gas, and then once everything went back down, it went away too. So yeah. when I was reading that, I'm like, oh, they did not fact check this article. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. The next the next paragraph says delivery drivers for the application can also pay for gasoline using a 10% cashback debit card called Dasher Direct. And for those who travel 100 miles or more per week, also qualify for additional gas incentives. Um, you can earn up to an extra $10 for 175 miles, $15 for 225 miles. Isn't this the same thing it was, Kim? What? Yeah. Kim and I, we've Kim, you and I talked about this like literally like this specific thing before, when it was happening before. And these are the same right. numbers. Yeah. Right. It, it, but this program hadn't been around for uh, forever. Right. Well, <laughs> here's the thing though. Is it just me, you guys? Or I feel like my, my our gas prices are not good again. I feel like they've been going up in Arizona. Like Chris Taylor just mentioned in the yeah. chat. And I would say yeah. the last month in Arizona has gone up by a solid, I would say the last two months since February, at least a dollar. Really? Uh, so the no, last, mine yeah. hasn't. Yeah, so maybe, are, it's just, it like maybe it's just us, something us Mountain and West Coast now. people, John, because I know gas is about to get a huge raise in California. California is about to get nailed. Hold on, I just filled up the other day. Let me tell you what I filled up for. I'm but like we're near, we're pretty close to like, I mean, you know, 380 again. And for Ooh, Colorado, we're over that's four, pretty we're over high. four over here. And, uh, really? Yeah. Oh. I'm yeah, right now, I'm at three, 325, and that's New Jersey. Usually we're expensive. Right. Yeah, usually New Jersey is more expensive than Colorado on yeah. any given day. We're more than you right now. I paid two dollars and seventy eight cents to fill up the other day. Oh, two dollars? Yeah, see, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm saying per right now. Yeah. You know, John, I'm, I guarantee, I guarantee you, four fourteen. Yeah, it's low right now. I, I guarantee you, it's because of the seventy thousand independent uh, <laughs> contractor drivers right now. 
that are out of work in California. Driving up everywhere. Where we're not able to move as much gasoline from the refineries to places that need it. You know? I mean, that's... I mean, I just feel like, you know, like they have the East Coast, so they got their own gas refineries, and Gary's near the Gulf where they have their own refineries. We rely on the West Coast. Yeah, we have we have one we have one source out here pretty much. Yeah. And so I mean we're dealing with all this crap that's going on in California. So um yeah. I <laughs> I don't know. I mean like for me, I think gas is, is kind of back to where I thought where it was really bad. In fact, it's I feel it's like verging we're out here. Close. And I, well, I feel like in especially on if we're here now, this is March, you know, summer the gas prices go up. So Oh yeah. So it could get to five, hopefully. But if it's not getting to five, I'd be surprised. Are you gonna start riding a bicycle? How about that scooter? I need to find a solar powered car out here. I'd be good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just gonna start doing DoorDash in a small area with a golf cart. Hey, this is really look at There you go. <laughs> He was in his 20s when he made gas prices like I do. Actually, when I was in my, oh, that would have been like my teens, but the whatever the Olympics at Lake Placid was, where it was, you know, the miracle on ice, um, that year was like one of the highest year gas prices in the country. That was like over $6 a gallon. That was like 84 that's probably like eighteen dollars a gallon in in today's dollars. And there and there were pictures of like fifty cars lined up at a gas station, and the and they had no gas. When I was twenty one, gas was seventy nine cents and eighty nine cents a gallon. Holy shit! I, know. <laughs> I, I don't remember it. that ever. I'm like, did I just I age know. myself completely? Yeah, I should have felt that age. Like I don't even it was, remember. That. Steve was around when it was like forty something cents a gallon. <laughs> How much was a cheeseburger back then? That's the next question. I don't know, Steve. What, what year was you? What year was you? Sixteen. Um, eighty-eight. Uh, in nineteen eighty-eight, gas prices were ninety cents a gallon. <laughs> Shut up, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how it got to pick it on me. I was already talking about this show. This is going to be the way of the show. Would you miss a week? Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do to Hannibal next week? <laughs> Actually, believe, believe it or not, gas prices whenever I was 16 was lower than when Steve was 16. Because whenever I hit 16, they were 67 cents per gallon. All right. Yeah. So so that, that shows you that they actually were pretty high when Steve was young or young. So they did a lot of driving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see Marissa says she remembers 99 cents in the 90s. So see? Yeah, I was 96 is whenever I turned 16. So yeah. Did you do the, do the year I feel I feel like I never was I gotta tell you though, I had two jobs. I drove I drove a decent distance to both of them. Um they were both restaurants, and I don't ever remember it being under a dollar. I really don't. Well, you probably didn't pay attention to gas prices back then, too. 
I mean, let's be real. Whenever I was 16, I, I guarantee you, I did not pay attention to gas prices. Whenever I was 20, I didn't pay attention to gas prices. I didn't really start paying attention to gas prices until I got like, I don't know, my late 20s, early 30s. That's yeah, whenever I, I became like an adult. I just, yeah, and I like, just what can't the hell even is remember. This? I, can't, I cannot remember it being that cheap. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't have dementia yet or anything. So it's that you're aware of. <laughs> if I do, don't tell me. <laughs> You just forget it. Um, I, before John goes, I do want to. I just want to mention it's really only about one of them. I wanted to mention that DoorDash took on like three new retail partners, and they've got a couple little features. But one of them surprised me a lot. Um, Victoria's Secret is now on DoorDash. That's the oh place God, you do not want I mean, red of DoorDash delivery drivers. Gonna, I don't know why. Hey, I, feel like hey, I, need a, I need McDonald's. Edible panties, some man. Fancy underwear. That's my old stuffing, stomping ground. Are you, I mean, but are you going to order fried chicken and underwear? <laughs> Double dash. The Double only, dash. I will say, the only good thing is, it's just like Sephora. If you just go into a Victoria's Secret and say, hey, I need this, they're just going to get it for you. Right. It would look weird but for a DoorDash driver shop. What if they don't have it? Does the bad. driver have to contact you and say they're out of the red thong panties? Well, you, yeah, yeah. Well, you can't get do the substitution beforehand. Substitution, yeah. <laughs> like they're out I just, of the, I, I just they're don't, out of I the don't grape know. edible panties. Would you like cherry instead? <laughs> I don't know. I just I like. Doesn't that seem like more so? I don't know. I would feel better if I just guess shipped because in. Or... I, there to <laughs> I don't me know is why. just like Victoria's Secret, you know? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't really think much of it just because I guess I work there. So I'm just like, yeah, it's Victoria's Secret. Just go in and grab a cross panties and get out. <laughs> yeah, but that's different for you. I know. I mean, why, for guys, why, like, why are, you, why are you surprised by that though, Steve? Like, like really, have you seen we we deliver adult toys now? That's still. I that's, did that a couple months ago. That's that's less weird, dude. <laughs> How's that less weird? I don't know. It just is. You know, what's awkward, it would depend though? on the toy, really. But you know, it's awkward, and this literally happened to me a couple of months ago. You go in and you go to the shelf, and they don't have it, and you have to hit substitution, and they're asking you what the substitutions available are. <laughs> Wait, you just did a sex toy delivery? Yes. Yeah. Today. <laughs> No, not no, today. Oh, okay. Ago. Okay. It was for Walgreens, I believe Only it was. One. Yeah. Okay. Walgreens probably sells toys? a lot more sex toys yeah. than you believe. They, they do. They actually do. They, they actually, that's probably one of their high volume sellers. <laughs> I, I would have never guessed. I mean, I know they kind of carry a lot of weird things, but I would have never guessed that was one of them. Yeah, right, it's right next to the pregnancy shop test. And deliver, and it's part of your shop and deliver. I swear, I went to I, like they didn't have what they were looking for, so I was gonna. Hits, Did you uh, get a replacement? Um, yeah, because they were very specific on what they wanted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they wanted that toy. For... They didn't want to just, they oh, I'll just wait till tomorrow. Through the chat, they were like, well, is this available? And I'm like, really? We're doing substitutions on this? Most people would be like, don't substitute. But they were going back and forth. And I'm like, right, they oh, were, were in a mood. Right Jim, they were in a mood. Was it a hand it to them or a leave at the door? <laughs> Thank God it was a leave at door. That's the only thing I could say. That that would now that's that's the only part to me that would be awkward is if it was handed to me. Right. Like that would be the awkward part. Like, let me set it down and leave. You come out and get it. Uh like I don't right. want to be like, 
here's here's your vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> Have a like, great they're night. They're like, they're like, hey, can you help me get this working? No. The worst, I always feel awkward when someone <laughs> orders a pregnancy test and it's a handed to me and you're like, you're like, do you say I hope the outcome's in your favor? Yeah. Like, what do you say right. to somebody? So, <laughs> see, I, I, more I, awkward is they'll try to, when you go shop for a plan B, they're like, sorry, <laughs> there's not an available. See, I'm, I'm with Kim because I, I, I've had to do pregnancy tests too. And I don't know if to say, like my natural thing where I drop something off and it's handed me, I say, hey, have a great day. You know, like, but it's just natural. I'd say that and I'm like, have a great I was like, well, I don't know if they want that want to be pregnant or not. I hope you get the results you're looking for. Like I never know what to say. Good luck. Godspeed. Like Holly says she's gonna be having a uh, sex toy store. Yeah, she soon. she actually was asking me about it. She was yeah. like, Can I do this? I'm like, I mean, yeah. I don't know how far you're talking about. I mean, if it wasn't Holly, I would say yes to anybody, but it's Holly. She can do some crazy stuff like <laughs> Holly, was so, it through dumpling? <laughs> was it through dumpling for Holly? No, no, I'm just no. Curious. It wasn't. No, no, no. Instacart. Um, we were doing our dumpling show. I don't think it was a dumpling order. Hey, John, look at this. He said pregnancy test with a plan B. <laughs> I, I've had that delivery, pregnancy test, flowers, plan B, and there was some chocolate, I think, and condoms as well. So I mean, they were very you know, prepared for all the outcomes, apparently. Sorry, I knocked you up. Here's some flowers and chocolate. You know. <laughs> I mean, also, you know, with everybody like declaring all these new titles and things that they want to be called, um, uh, you know, like this uh, having uh, in Colorado, having the the uh, kitty litter boxes in the elementary schools because kids identified as a cat. What? Um, they've been removed now, but this was a thing. What? What? Yeah. That's the yeah. dumbest thing I ever heard of. Did any? Well, no, I don't want to know. Actually, I don't want to know. It was like, Wait, yeah, so it was like eight, eight different schools. But one of the schools, the girl identified. identified with a cat, and then same old thing happened. Like all the other, some other people at other schools followed it too. That's a thing. Uh, well, I, I they think... made it not a thing. But I'm saying with those kind of line crossings that are going on, I would think that you got to watch what you call Plan B because to a lot of people, that's Plan A. Really, <laughs> he's been trying to get that out for like two, three minutes. I guarantee you, it registered in his head. He had to figure out a way to throw that in. I wrote that joke a month ago. It's like this is gonna yeah. be a moment. And kind of what Chris Taylor says too. You know, like he says, "Is it still legal?" It is, but I know it's being pressed pretty hard to get rid of that thing. See, someone needs to just choke Steve out. So speaking of choking, J John. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, I get, we can see where city was this in. I don't know why I thought it was in Michigan, but there was a gentleman. No, it was Memphis. A Memphis teen. He uh, must have been eighteen because that's the only teen you can be and be a DoorDash driver. Well, nineteen as well, I guess. But long story short, his car was broken, and then he said, "Hey, you know, let's get a friend to go DoorDash with me." The friend. The guy who was door dashing, yeah, you know, he had the friend that was going to be driving around. Guy was door dashing, got a $13 tip or got a large tip. Uh, his friend got very upset, apparently. And I say friend very loosely, choked him out until he split that tip. And uh, I don't think they were friends anymore after that. But I mean, part of me wonders I mean, they didn't have an agreement beforehand or 
when somebody drives you around to do DoorDash, I mean, don't get me wrong, the the robbery and the assault, that's all illegal, that's all bad. But should there have been an agreement beforehand to prevent this? How good of friends are you if you're choking them out for 13 bucks? That's why I said maybe it's an acquaintance. I think you need to choose your friends a little bit more wisely. Yo, give me that money. No, I'm going to kill you. So like... this, is, this is even the more interesting thing about this. You got a cash tip of $13, and then he cash out to the guy the money. He didn't give him the $13. I'm going to cash out you $13. But I mean... Oh, what? What? Why didn't that, you just yeah. give him the $13? If you're being choked, here you go. Like, well, I don't know. Here, here's how I bet it went He's down. He's like it. strangling. <clears throat> cash app it. Dude. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's like, 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 this is probably how it went down. Is, is I the can't get in my pockets. The friend was probably being the runner. Let's be honest. If two people are riding in the car, typically one's the runner, one's the driver. They got a cash tip, didn't want to split it with the, the driver, I guess. And it was like, no, I ain't, I'm not giving you. So the driver choked him out. So the, yeah. the first thing is if you got a $13 cash tip, you should have been bragging. You should have been, I got a one, like, I got a $2 cash tip. You put it in your pocket before you get back to the car. <laughs> Come here, walk on, oh, I this cash tip. He's like, how much am I going to get as I'm driving you to your next stop? Well, the None. other guy's probably watching and he saw the guy give him cash. See, my, like, my wife tries that, cash. My wife that? Tries that all the time. She, <laughs> That's she's what he said. It was $2. He was a dollar. <laughs> See, my wife tries that. She's the runner for me sometimes, too. And she she try and sneak the cash tip in her pocket before she gets back to the car. <laughs> Which, I mean, that probably happened. I, I need to start choking her out, apparently. I mean, you at least get you get a cash app, apparently. <laughs> yeah, baby. You better start cash apping me. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing at you right now. <laughs> Donna keeps it from him. <laughs> no, nah, she, she knows. It's not that big of a deal. We typically use it for whatever. Her weed. <laughs> wow Here, here's gary's wife and he just threw her under the bus no she got her medical card <laughs> Florida. she got her it's medical Florida. card it's legal come to new jersey i don't think it's legal we are coming next week here. kim i know that's what i'm saying it's legal <laughs> that's, in what, new jersey, that's so. what she said she goes yeah i don't even need to go by the dispensary because we can just stop anywhere in new jersey yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, so don't choke out people for thirteen dollars. Don't wait, choke wait, out wait, people wait. for a thousand dollars. I was like, wait, what's the right amount? <laughs> I don't know. Thirteen seems very low to go to jail for. <laughs> I mean, are they a real good are they like a, a cousin? Not even not even a full twenty. Fight with a lot. It's probably like two grand. I don't know. Two. So this is the funny part of the story, not the funny part of the story, but this is the interesting part. Um the victim told police his friend Devin Crutcher agreed to drive the teen around to make food deliveries because his car went out of service. Without warning, Crutcher allegedly became irate when he did not receive a tip. I don't know if it's without warning. Without warning. <laughs> See, that, uh, that's what I said. They had an agreement. One was going to drive, one was going to run, and they was going to split the money. I guarantee you. But then one got a cash tip and was like, no, that's cash. We're not counting it. We're only counting the actual deliveries. Yeah, you know, but I mean, in, in reality, first off, if you make if you make a deal with somebody to drive you around, you split everything 50 50. Yeah. You know, yeah, is that's, that's guy. Is it, like, is it really that worth it to get choked over 13? Like, it's and, and to like, lose your friends over $13. Yeah, to lose your friends over $13. Is just where were they? Where were they from? Memphis. Memphis. 
Memphis. Okay. So here's the, here's the interesting part. So Crutcher said to have demanded the victim pay up. So he gave him an opportunity. When he did it, the team said he was choked. So there was a there was an opportunity to stop this. He could have just paid up. <laughs> he took behind door number two, and that's what happened. Now we have a story. He's like, no, about. choke me, man. <laughs> we don't know if he disliked the choking. <laughs> just to say, we don't know if he disliked it or not. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if they're friends now. I wonder if they passed it. <laughs> did did he cash after him back? <laughs> he cashed after him back six fifty. Like, nah, man, I want to keep friends. Here's six. Ever wonder though, how does something like this make it to the news? Like, unless someone says, "Hey, I need to go to a news station." Like, probably because that- they were like literally in a driveway doing this, and the person who went to get their food who tipped the guy. And then they're ch- the guy's choking another guy out in his front lawn. He calls the police. So you show up, and they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" So, so you would think that, but even the story gets even more interesting. It's unclear if the street in East Memphis is where the alleged alleged t- attack happened, but it's where the police were called. The guy was arrested two weeks later after the alleged attack. So the, the police really cared for two weeks, apparently. Thirteen dollars. What, what do you mean alleged attack? <laughs> I mean, yeah, innocent until not. proven guilty. Maybe he was really weak. <laughs> you, you only <laughs> you either did choke someone. You did, there's no alleged. I but mean, he's like, maybe he's like this, and the guy's like, I can breathe just fine. You're so weak. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, learn and how to choke somebody. Like, damn it. <laughs> you, you know, you know what? I bet you the, the cops were like, yeah, we're not even gonna follow up on this. And then, like, I guess the the victim made a big deal out of it about his friend getting the $13 and not being arrested. And so they kept blowing up the gas or the police station to say, Hey, why are you on the, y'all not doing anything? So that's when they finally went and arrested him. So it's kind of smart. If you think about it, if you, if he, <clears throat> if he gave him the cash, there would be no paper trail. He could have spent it right. but by setting him. Cash cash app, yeah. He kind of created, <laughs> maybe it was smarter than we thought. So, so there's yeah, your. I don't know. That, that could be a good lesson if you're getting robbed, lad. What's your cash app? Can I just cash app you. <laughs> I was, I was sitting here this whole time. You're telling it, trying to see like where's the angle of like, are they doing it for publicity? But it sounds like two morons. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it, it took you that long to realize that, Steve. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to see like, are they the not? Do they have an angle? There's something here that's gonna make them money. I couldn't think of anything. It just no, I don't know. It just sounds they're, like they're they're two, two minutes morons. of fame, I guess. Two minutes yeah. of being on the news. The guy who choked got the guy who did not who got choked. His name is out of the newspaper. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, because he's a minor. I bet somebody got famous. Yeah, he said probably. Well, well no, he's eighteen year old. Eighteen year old. So yeah. okay, he he's probably just didn't want to be in the news. So the he other did, guy did. The other guy's know. like, I want to be in there for choking. Public know. record, once you get arrested, it don't matter if you it's, want to. It's or not. public record. I don't know. It, it'll be a mystery, so we'll just have to move on and see what happens. So, speaking, speaking of mysteries, of mysteries <laughs> I knew it. I'm getting pretty good at these damn segues. Just saying. <laughs> so, there right, well. is. A neighborhood in Los Angeles that residents are getting mysterious Uber Eats deliveries. So it's not just one person, it's several people in this, a lot. And 
Um, they didn't buy it. They didn't order it. Um, it had started like two weeks ago and literally they're getting like 20 <laughs> deliveries a day yeah. throughout the entire day, two o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the afternoon. It doesn't matter. And they don't know to... where it's coming from. But is it going to one person or is it a whole neighborhood? No, no, no it's, it's like, it's like a zip code. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's a small zip code. To the point where they were getting so much food that they felt bad about this food. So they were trying to find places to donate it to. Um, they thought it was actually, I thought this was funny. Some guy thought it was like a local experiment at a, a college doing a psychology test, <laughs> seeing what it'd be like to get free food for somebody. I think or, if I like, or, or if they would that. report it. like Right. Like, I yeah. wonder if these back people in the would days, just eat the free food or if they would say I didn't order this or... I think we all know we live in a day and an age where as long as you are not involved in a scam, if somebody drops free food off at my door and it doesn't have some kind of correct paperwork that has the real name or the real address, I'm keeping it. It's like, I'm thinking of the scam of free throwing, scam. Throwing it. I, I don't know. Like, I might throw it away. Like, well, do they see who delivers it? Well, yeah. I, would, I would need to see how it's sealed up and stuff. Right. And, or just the McDonald's know. bag and it's just yeah. like 20 piece chicken nuggets and. Yeah. yeah, Uber well, so, said that they were investigating it and they were narrowing how does Uber it not know down. where it's coming from? Like they know they have the money, obviously. They, but can't they yeah, just look at the, the address platform. and where the order is going to and then track it to see who it's coming from? Like, I, Well, that, that's that's why I'm wondering, Kim, because I believe you did a story uh, a couple weeks back when I was gone about the, the aunt's credit card being used, $12,000 or something like that, right? So yeah. what if this is someone else trying to get free delivery using a stolen credit card, and instead of blanking it to only their house, they're sending it to the neighborhood, so that way it's like, okay, they're getting it, they're getting it, they're getting it, and it's kind of covering their trail because everybody's getting it. So I'll take it a step but what further. What do they gain out of it then if it's a stolen free credit food. card? But they're Pretty not soon. getting it. The people are getting it. But if they send it to their house too, and other people's houses, you can't you can't just narrow it down to that no, one house. True. So one of the victims is actually the perpetrator. Mm -hmm. The worth of using crypto, so they can't trace it. Can't yep. order on. You can't use crypto for food delivery. Okay, well I'm not a cop, so hey, what do I know? <laughs> not a detective. <laughs> clearly, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's the only thing I can think of is Maybe you know somebody think somebody's doing it like that you know that that's the only thing I can think of people trying to get free food or something using stolen stolen or fake credit cards maybe I, I'm not sure yeah. yeah um so the last thing that I wanted to tell you guys I've been watching this for a couple of weeks I don't know I don't because I was gone last week doing that training I don't know if we've talked about this at all um, Illinois came on the board um, by the way we did an interview with uh, uh, Karen Anderson this week that's really good that talks about how AB5 led to Prop 22 and actually how Prop 22 isn't as bad as what a lot of other states are going to see um, Actually, she took us through some of the good points of it. She doesn't even work the gig apps, so it was a, a very interesting piece. But um, Illinois is moving uh, very quickly on a bill that would treat rideshare companies, Uber, Lyft, as common carriers. 
um, opening them up to the same level uh, level of liability as other forms of pr uh, public transportation. It's uh, Illinois House Bill 2231. Um, it passed on the House floor this uh, this week, uh, and now it awaits the Senate consideration. Uh, the common carrier status is defined as a standard of of care under which passengers surrender their safety to certain modes of transportation currently in Illinois. This includes taxis, railways, elevators, um, among others. And it says the reason for treating uh, for treating common. Oh wait, it moved over. Blow up, blow up the font, Steve, so you can read it. The reason for treating common carriers and holding common carriers to a higher standard of care is the lack of control that the rider has. So um, there is no difference between the lack of control. Uh, this is the, guy, the person who's leading the bill. There is no difference between the lack of control that a rider has the moment they step into an Uber or Lyft and the lack of control that a rider has when they step into a taxi, train, or elevator. So if this bill passes, Uber and Lyft already did what they did in California and said that the day that it goes into effect, they will leave. So we have a leave state on the radar again. Um, Uber and Lyft have publicly announced they will leave the state. They won't. This won't even be a battle for them. They will leave Illinois. So... If people want to think, oh, that's just an idle threat. We remember that California was not an idle threat. California knew that. They took it seriously because it would have disrupted their transportation. I can only imagine. Now, I, don't, I can't speak for the whole state of Illinois, but growing up in Michigan, I went to Chicago a lot. I can only imagine the disruption it would cause in the Chicago metro area. It would be crazy. Uh, to lose ride. I mean, there's grandparents. Right. The train doesn't do everything. And people have, I mean, a lot of people have, have given up their cars and you have senior citizens and all. There's a reliance on rideshare there now, just like there was in California. And I don't think that they're in a position to make this claim, but they are. It seems like even the Senate, from what I saw, the Senate's on board with it. They want it to, they're waiting for it to hit their desk because they're going to pass it. Well, I mean, they left Texas, though. What? Rideshare. Right, you know, wherever right when Texas came in and said, "Hey, we want you to do this, this, and this," they was like deuces, right? You know, and, and so why can't they? The, the only alternative they'll have if this happens is to do like Texas and start a nonprofit rideshare company, right? So wait, Uber yeah. and Lyft aren't in Texas? No, they they are now, but uh, like a bunch of cities in Texas, they came yeah, out and it said, started. Hey. It started in Austin. Yeah, it started it's, in Austin, but and there was a company spread. called Faster too. That was actually right. an up and coming rideshare. Like there's been other ones too, mm. but they actually looked like they had momentum, at least in Texas, and they actually fell because of all this. Right, the timing, but, so. but like when Texas came out, they said a bunch of cities, not the whole state, but a bunch of cities, Austin included, was yeah. like, hey, you got to do this, this, and this, or else you can't operate here. And Uber is like, okay, we won't operate there. And yeah. up and pulled out. And, yeah. and like everybody's like, wait, 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 what do we do? And so yeah. that's where that's where Ride Austin and Faster <laughs> and all them. Ride Austin's a nonprofit, by the way. They're still in Austin. In fact, they released their whole source code to every developer out there, by the way. I actually have their source code. It's great. Um. But I mean, they can do it. I mean, that's all they got to do is just pull out. Because once they crippled this, like, think of it, pull out of Chicago. Everybody in Chicago is going to complain. Everybody there. Oh my gosh! All the politicians yeah. are yeah. not coming back. Yeah, right. I mean, and, and so if 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 the state doesn't fix it quickly, 
whoever's in office will be voted out. You can but see, they, they, that's the weird thing. They just did the vote. They just, they just voted out Mayor Beetlejuice. Is that the real name? Wow. Lori Lightfoot. Love Lightfoot. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> Dude, put put her up next to Beetlejuice. It's, yeah, it's, it's a running joke. It's 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 uh if it's she, it she looks, looks like just like her, dude. She looks just like Beetlejuice. Um what, but yeah, it wasn't name? it wasn't me just making it up. A lot of people call her Beetlejuice. Lori I was like, can you look that up, Gary? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Mayor Lifeland, is that what it was? Light, light it's Lori Lightfoot, Chicago. Mayor Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Oh, light, just put Lightfoot, Lightfoot, Beetlejuice, you'll find yeah. lots of great memes. <laughs> you put Chicago Mayor Beetlejuice, you I'm sure you'll find plenty. And then B, it should come up. <laughs> In fact, it's a top search, actually. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See, it's... But they just had their election. Now they got new people in. So it is a it will be a long wait. But I mean they're I feel like they're they're pushing for something that they know the I don't think anybody doubts the rideshare. Like mm-hmm. like Gary said in Texas, it happened in California. They pushed them to the eleventh hour, but then California folded. They knew they were not, even in, even though they were like we're California, we're too much of your of your business. They knew. Wait a minute. Oh wow. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I thought you were just being mean, but oh my god. <laughs> I was being mean, but it's true. <laughs> Uh, apparently she she's she wasn't very liked. Apparently, no, dude. She's the one that she's the one that defunded the police. She's the one that told the police they didn't need to go down to South Central or to not South to South Side. Um, she was the one that said they didn't need to respond to calls unless they felt comfortable with it. Um, you know, the whole, I did, the whole purge law they call it out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She was she was a travesty. Even like. The, the you know usually if if nothing else you have the police and most people behind you she was the one like telling the police not to go down to like river street and stuff that's like downtown downtown where they were cleaning out the when remember the um looting when they were during the pandemic and they were taking all like the diamonds and the the good good stuff she was telling the cops don't get involved so much I mean, for that's literally that's that's their job, oh, right? So but she was yeah, she was like, she, and then and she she got accused of a bunch of stuff because she had like a six or eight person security team, but she was telling the cop, and she lives in a million dollar home. She was telling the cops, "Don't go to the areas where you can get hurt." Yeah, she wasn't like um, cleaning yeah. up the crime. Yeah, it was like the first mayor of Chicago in some ever time in modern history, basically, yeah. to only have one term. Put it that way. But one thing I will say to Who's at least rain. It's one me. Thing... Can you hear it? It's like pouring yeah, yeah. outside. I, th- I thought it was. I, I thought Garrett's going crazy on a keyboard. <laughs> I thought it was hailing. I was like, yeah. no, we're supposed to get thunderstorms tonight, and then all of a sudden, like I'm by a door, and I'm like, wow, it's like really raining outside. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not um, your fault. <laughs> one one thing I will say about Chicago, though, if you look into their history, they've got a pretty shady history of. I mean, all politicians are shady, but yeah. Chicago has a pretty shady history of politicians. 
you know, they were Chicago was I think it was the second most gangster city to New York. Let's say it goes back so, to the uh, the mafia yeah. days of the uh, can't yeah. the old gangster, but the famous gangster. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I want to say Al Pacino, but it's not Al Pacino. No, it's it, and and he was very famous, but he was the short one too. Right, exactly. You very, know what I'm talking yeah, about. I yeah, just can't totally. think of the name. Yeah, but he was like he he was one of the most deadly in the in the country for sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, Chicago is mafia run. So I mean, and then the Chicago Fire, like there's just always been some like back alley stuff. Union stuff has been here. That's always been a problematic city for its size. I think. Um, cause it's, it's a tough city to run, it is. um, you know, it's the, they get some of this just horrendous wet weather and then they get the wind or the, uh, lake effect, which if you've ever, ever been to Chicago in the winter, it is brutal, brutal. Like it'll be like eight degrees. And then at night at the Lake Michigan on that South part is frozen. The wind comes in and it's like negative 20, you know, it, it can just get brutal, brutal. Um, it's a fun town, but uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, I, I found that, you know, that's another state. So now Minnesota, um, uh, New so, Jersey so has a wait, thing out. Before we, now. Before we move on to other states, when, when, is wait, that go, when is that Chicago going to go in effect? Just so we have it. As soon as the Senate votes on it. I mean, when, House when passed it. The voting? So the, the, everybody was under the impression it wouldn't pass the House. But they were like, if it passes the House, it'll pass the Senate. But don't worry, it won't pass the House. It passed the House with flying colors. Okay, so when does the Senate vote on it? Um, I don't know. I mean, there isn't, there isn't a date. Probably in the next couple of weeks. The next session, whatever that is. Or, uh... yeah. So if you're, if you're in Illinois, keep watch on this channel because as soon as it passes, we'll be talking about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's you, And you guys should be looking into it now anyway because you should understand it. Because, like I said, Uber and Lyft already, they already put out their thing. And unlike other companies, they're not just threatening. They've already put out, well, if you do this, we're leaving. Yet at the same time, I think we can all agree, does it not? I mean, really, what? I'm not trying to sound either way here, but what they're asking, sadly, is kind of correct. I mean that people understand that they are, that there's no difference between being in a taxi or an Uber. There's not. Right. Well, that's, that's the claim. There's, there's no difference. So you, we need to make the passengers aware you need to be common carriers. So what does the common carrier even mean? It means that they would need to carry a whole different level of insurance. Okay. They would need to be paying, um, not necessarily employee dues, but they would have all kinds of dues that they can't afford. That makes sense. So it, it, it just basically comes down to money. It's a it, lot of money the government would want and that Uber right. and Lyft aren't going to pay. That's what I'm saying. That probably everything the taxi companies are currently paying. Yeah. And the taxi is, is companies what, are going under. So Right. And they're going to, it's, it's kind of like another repeat of New York City here where they had the medallions and things like that, that Uber and Lyft does not have to buy. So it kind of killed out the medallion program. You know, but then eventually, you know, now Uber and Lyft have taxis on their app. So that way the taxi companies will stay in business as well. And Chicago will probably end up doing something similar if they want if they want Uber and Lyft to stay, they're gonna have to come up with another plan of attack besides just saying you guys gotta do all this. They're gonna have to either regulate, re regulate the uh taxis to where they're the same as Uber and Lyfts 
or they're going to have to, you know, make, I don't know, exceptions for Uber and Lyft, which is going to piss off the taxis. Right. And, and that's what I, you know, here's, here's the inference part I'm taking from is that the taxi and the taxi unions are behind this. Again, unions are behind this. They're behind this push. Yeah. Like make Uber and Lyft be under the under the correct standards. It's weird how every state does it different. Like up in Washington, they were accepting of it. Put them under the TLC, let them have the same rights as the, the limo and taxi drivers. Okay. Right. And then in Chicago now, they're like, hand it to them. Make them be just like the taxis. And it's kind of like the same thing, but the way it's being handled is in a way where they're like, we're not going to stay. Well, that, that's why Uber actually got rid of cab behind their name because they didn't want to be associated as a cab. Right. You know? So they dropped a cab and they became Uber. Right. Well, I think it's probably so, also Chicago's probably asking for some uh, some extra grease under the table too somewhere, you know, stay in there. They're like, no, we're not paying you that. Right. And and really, if you think about it, the amount of money that Uber and Lyft are going to lose by leaving, and I'm going to say Chicago because that's the biggest city in Illinois. So the rest of Illinois probably doesn't matter for Uber and Lyft, but Chicago. Right. And here's here's the here's the weird thing to me, though. So they have the L train there. You know, everybody uses the L2 um, bus they have, obviously, all over and taxi. They're all doing these. But the one I found interesting that I did not know was an elevator. Like elevator is just red. Like nobody. So if I'm, in, if I'm in an elevator in the Sears Tower, one of the largest buildings, um, you know, and I and it falls 50 floors and. I'm paralyzed. I can't sue the building. What? You it's the same be as being in a cab or a bus. You 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 give up your rights being in an elevator. What if something's faulty with the elevator? How do I give up my rights over something that's faulty? Because well, because I guarantee if I'm in a cab or a train and there's something faulty on it and it gets an accident, I can sue. So when I when I equipment, one of the bars I used to run here had a uh, it had three stories it didn't really need it but we had an elevator um and we made it key operated in the end because people were just breaking it or just using it all the time but we made it for like people that really needed it um but we had to be we had to have the fire department come and check that and sign off on the elevator's condition every two months that's the only time i've had to deal with an elevator like personally and how it's the backing works. And that's the, I mean, that's about the most hardcore thing I've ever had to deal with the, so the fire department signs off every two months, just like they do every year on your, on your, uh, um, you know, your fire, right. All, any of your equipment, but this, they sign off of, on every two months because they take the responsibility of if the elevator's working. I don't know. I never knew that, you know, I never knew that elevate, these, because these are all things where they're saying that you, it's an automatic sign off. If you're, it, it doesn't need to be a checkbox or a signature. By using these, you're giving up your rights. Okay, I'm, I'm actually reading this. It doesn't say that they're going to leave the whole state of Illinois. It just says that certain parts of the state. Right, they, but let's be honest. Chicago, Peoria, yeah. Champaign. Well, but they might, they might stay in the bigger cities. I don't know. Well, Chicago's oh, the target. 
Right. If, if I was yeah. them, if you're going to threaten to move in on any of them, you'd leave Chicago and it hinder Chicago traffic. I mean, dude, Chicago, Ch- Illinois is one of those states where Chicago is <clears> 80 for 80 plus percent of your population. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm I saying. Mean, Le- leave that state and you pretty much, or leave that city, let's say, yeah. just leave that city and you pretty much cripple the everybody yeah. in the city to get around. Like you, so, you, yeah, you, imagine you're outside. In, in one, one, one day, just one day, shut off the apps for one day and say, we're not operating here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be chaos in that city. Yeah. I mean, somehow they got by before Uber and Lyft, but it's been too many years it, now. It's, now it's, it's integrated. Ten years. It's, it's, it's ten part years. of the, right. It's part of the, it's part of the Chicago ecosystem. I mean, that's now, like right? shut down, yeah. shut down the Metro train there. See what happens. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> like I was, yeah, like I was saying those, the L ones, the elevated trains, yeah. everybody uses the L to get to work. If you shut, if there was a, they, I don't, they're one of those things I don't even think are allowed to strike. Like, there's some of those unions that it's weird. They're weird unions. Like you can't strike. Well, then why am I in the union? You know, um, I don't know. I just, I, I find it interesting because there's a lot of different things going on in a lot of different states. I mean, Nevada's looking at some weird stuff. And I thought that to be really weird because Nevada is a right leaning state. Why are they looking at this? Now, what, what was you saying about New Jersey? Yeah. Oh, Jer- Jersey, say, Jersey. So a lot of these states are just seem to be going after rideshare, but isn't, let's be honest, that's how it all starts. California started off with AB5. AB5 happened. Prop 22 was just supposed to be about rideshare. Wasn't supposed to do anything for delivery people. You know, that. so they, yeah. uh, they always target rideshare first. That's where they start because they can work with the TLC. Right. But when you work with the TLC, you're working with the unions and with the Teamsters, and and they don't play play well with Uber and Lyft, you know. So there's obviously a line that they'll they'll like how they did with Prop 22. They metriced that out to this works as long as they're still all independent. But I mean, it, it seems like all these states are trying different things now. Like you, Massachusetts is back to full union for all the gig workers. Like that's going to be interesting because I thought that was over. Um, I did find one article that I found pretty cool. North Dakota didn't wait for any word about this to come out of anybody's mouth. And they put out this week that um, they made a ruling, a pre-ruling. Gig workers are independent contractors, period. Okay. They saw what the other states were doing. They're like, let's just make this clear. <laughs> like, you're independent contractors, and we're not going to talk about it anymore. Shout out North Dakota. All right? Yeah. I mean, nobody lives there. Come on, other states with people that or live I thought, there. Oh, no, tra- Trader was South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would also imagine it's really hard to be an Uber driver in, like, North Dakota because even their big cities aren't big. Like at all, like Fargo or whatever, you know, they're not they're not that big, and I would imagine everybody has a car because you're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Fargo only has a hundred twenty thousand people, <laughs> right? And that's like, isn't that their biggest city? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I mean. I think the state Kim, Kim, you got that like three blocks down from you. I do. So I'm like, I'm like, wow. I mean, just while just where we can't come into New Jersey. The whole population of the state of North Dakota. 
population of North. Or North yeah, North I mean, I'm not. I don't think it's going to be. Are they a million? Much. I don't think they have probably have a million even. Seven hundred seventy-four thousand. This is twenty twenty-one <laughs> was the last census report, but in twenty twenty-one it was seven hundred seventy-four thousand nine hundred forty-eight. I don't think they grew by two hundred thousand. <laughs> and that's a like <laughs> like landmass wise, that's a pretty big state. They're smaller than they have less people than Denver in the whole state. Okay, yeah, John, July <laughs> July first, twenty twenty-two, seven seventy-nine two sixty-one. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't grow very much, did they? <laughs> Like five thousand people. <laughs> five thousand is still solid. Well, I don't think probably I don't like think there's a solid. Birds. I don't think there's a solid like caravan to Fargo. Like I'm leaving California. Where are you going, Colorado? No, Fargo. Like <laughs> people just start doing that, man. Like, well, you know, I mean, like, is there a nice summer? Nope, nothing in Fargo. You can't think of anything in North Dakota. Yeah, no, there's nothing. There's New the pipeline. Jersey, New Jersey has 9.2 <laughs> million. <laughs> right. That's what I said. We yeah. pack them in. <laughs> yeah. And stack so. them high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, before we get out of here, guys, um, Kim, what do you got going on? Uh, I have a whole bunch of stuff going on. So I I know. On Tuesday of my live, I announced that... I have a big surprise and a big reveal coming on Tuesday. So everybody's going to have to join my live on Tuesday. So everybody knows what the big reveal is. And if you miss it, obviously, I will reveal it again next Thursday here as well. But I'm really excited um, to share with everybody um, what it is as far as me and my content Um, I'm changing it up. I've been doing a lot more um, content, a lot more, you know, fact-based stuff on what's happening with gig apps and stuff that I see while I'm out, but a lot more talking content um, and kind of refocusing my um, YouTube channel a little bit more. And then I do a video once a week on the Rideshare Guy. Shout out to Harry and team. They're absolutely fantastic. Um, so just a busy beaver and just keep on going. Yeah. I saw one of the hardest women in gig work, hardest working women in gig work. You know, ask him, I told her over a year ago, I called her the James Brown of the gig economy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, James Brown, hardest, hardest working man in showbiz. You know, he's always had that title. I said, you are the James Brown of the gig world, dude. Like for real, (laughs) you know, um, I shouldn't have said James Brown because he had so many problems in the later years. That I well, I mean, we're talking about the work ethic. Just we're talking about the work ethic. ethic yeah. <laughs> Even when he was in prison, he was performing. So he still was the hardest working man. <laughs> I'm not going to prison anytime soon. Like, like, <laughs> if I ever see a daily upload from Kim in prison, I'd be like, damn, that's, that's just amazing. Yeah. Like, like Steve really called friend. it. <laughs> you got a collect call from Hey guys, I'm like, oh wow, okay. Here, here we go. Can we do live streams from prison? Yeah, I was, just, I was just gonna say we got we got Kim on the panel from prison. <laughs> Orange just is not my color. We're good. <laughs> and what's your story? Black. How to make a shank? Like, <laughs> we'll walk you through it. <laughs> I mean, I, I I love Kim, but if she ever went to prison, she's gonna be somebody's bitch. <laughs> really? Yes. 
She's I just too see nice. The other she way. is too <laughs> nice. I think that kindness is. I mean, I believe she know that is ingrained in her, but I think she would flip a switch in there. Ask my husband; he might have a different story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, even even Holly said, "Let's see how far kindness is free goes in prison." <laughs> In a girls weird way, I, think it would go very far. I was just gonna say, actually, it probably would really go far. <laughs> um, John, what do you got going on? Man, so uh, dropped a couple of stories today, but uh, got, got a video, probably gonna drop the full video tomorrow, but uh, the same thing. So, so this video, the long, long teased one about Walmart acceptance rate, but uh, yeah. Then I'm going to be doing a little experiment, seeing how high I can raise my experiment. I'm sorry, how high I can raise my acceptance rate uh, based on some of the things I'm talking about in the video. So it's one thing leading to the other, but uh, part one is pretty much done. And then I've kind of been doing a plan to do some more live streaming. I redid this little office space and so set it up yeah. for that. And uh, yeah, so cool. Back on the wagon. Are you, uh, before I moved to Gary, are you finding uh, Walmart Spark, uh, like a lot of people, like not quite as uh, fruitful? I, I have, I, I'll say I did for a little bit, but it's come back. It's okay. come back for me. Yeah. I just got a, I think I posted on one of my um, community posts. I got like a $30 order and a $20 tip the other week. And uh, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of overtime with my, my work from home job. So that's why I've been posted as much, but uh you got to do what you got to do. They had some bonuses where they're paying almost $50 an hour. Actually, it's a little bit better than $50 an hour for, uh, for those hours. So I said I had to take that when I had the opportunity to. Yeah, we'll be there for long. Always, always going to take that money, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, Gary, um, I, I was going to ask you, but I also know uh, you made an app. Yes. The gig well, Wars. well, I, made I the haven't I checked it out yet. but I, I made the iOS side version of the Gig Wars app. Uh, Lady Enigma, she made the Android version. And of course, we partnered up with Red Gig Wars Official down here. And we actually created the Gig Wars app to where drivers can actually compete head-to-head -head competition. They can create their own wars, things like that, to see who can make the most money abiding by their own rules of the war. And so we actually released that beta version today. Um, anybody, It's a public beta, so anybody can go download it. You go to middletontech.com forward slash gig wars or go to garyzaps.com and I have a listed there as well. Nice. So <clears throat> anybody can do it. It's free. It's beta. And what do we say beta means? Gary's not responsible if anything goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so so far the, the app is working really well. Uh, we, we've had little issues here and there, but I've already fixed those on the beta version of the iOS. And so, I mean, but as we get feedback, we're probably going to run the beta version, you know, probably a week or two. I'm going to be on vacation next week, so I won't be in anything. I won't be able to do very much coding. If I do, it's going to be hot fixes for, you know, Maximo or DUH or something like that. So we'll probably run the, the beta version for a couple of weeks, try and get some interest in the app, get people starting wars, creating wars. Uh, me and Josh are actually, whenever I get back from vacation, me and Josh are actually going to do an Instacart head-to-head -head war. See who can make the most money in Instacart. I want to do one with Kim. We'll yeah, be like yeah. the loser ball of Instacart. There we go, yeah. Steve. You, you I don't can. know. I did like a couple last week. <laughs> well, that's the good thing. Both of you guys can download the app. You can set your rules. 
and you can compete head to head and see who can make the most and you can update your earnings in the app real time so both you guys can see it you know without calling each other or messaging you know they like where are you at you can actually just open the app and you can see what the other person's earnings are so okay so if i challenged kim do do we both then have profiles yes yeah you and both then, so you can see my profile can you challenge me uh, eventually you will be able, okay. eventually you will have direct like I'll be able to open your profile and challenge you to a war and you can either accept it or reject it. That's, that's eventually right now. The way we have it set up is you can create a war. Um, anybody can join that war or you can make it private and give somebody the, the four digit pin number to join that war. So like, if you want to only challenge Kim, you start your war, you make it private and then you give Kim that pin number. She goes, joins your war and enters the pin and then you're both in, in the war. Okay. So it can be more than one right now too, though. If you yes. give out the pin to more than one people, okay. right, right. The 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 pin number it can be as many people as you want. You can leave it open, and many people you want can join that too. And like I said, later we'll have direct direct person to person competition where I can challenge you directly, or you can challenge Kim directly. You know, you can just see who, who's the better market. And we're eventually going to add on the profile. We got a lot of stuff coming for the profile. We're going to add uh, what platforms you have available. We're going to add what market you're in so that way people can go, well, I want to challenge somebody from New Jersey or I want to challenge somebody from Denver or I only want to challenge people that do Instacart or Uber Eats or something like that. You know, so that way you have more options when you challenge people. You can actually see where they're going to be at because you, know, you, you might want to challenge somebody else from Oakland City. In fact, I completed I completed a war this weekend that I won, by the way, did a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, I made close to, I think, 800 bucks over the three days. And so, but it was a lot of fun because, you know, you get a chat back and forth. And, you know, we're going to add a chat feature to the app as well. So people can go to that war and chat with the other person if they want to. And so that way, you know, the whole thing is just supposed to be with a lot of fun. That's what it is. Is it? Are you, are the yeah. people, are the people verifying though? Like, you talking like, about the earnings? Oh, I heard this. Uh, right the, we we do have an official war that we're going to be doing like every week. The official war is actually hosted on the Gig Wars official channel. We do verify those earnings. What we're going to do for regular users is we're going to add, add the ability to upload screenshots of your earnings. Okay. So that way you can say, you know, that way it, it's really an honor based system because we're, we're not planning right. on connecting to Argyle or anything like that. Cause that's just too expensive. Right. Yeah. No way too expensive. Yeah. And so and we're going to add the ability to upload screenshots. So you can say, you know, well, here's my earnings. This is what I made, you know? So when red first, I see reds in here too. And congrats, congrats red on doing this. Cause I watched this build from just her YouTube channel to an idea and, I listen to other people, but I was in a stream once and I was saying, do you fit? I remember asking, do you figure in, um, uh, gas miles? Like do any of those matter in the war too? Because they should, right? Well, whenever you, uh, I, I don't have it. Um, I might have it pulled up here. Let me see. I think I do have my simulator up. So I mean, maybe miles don't have to be, but <clears throat> what you spend on gas should have to. Here you go. I'll show you real quick. Okay, so this is the iOS version right here. This is our current war that we have going. It's between Red and Josh. We all know Josh B. He's in the chat all the time. Yep. And so what will happen is... Uh, let me Josh see. only made $44 today? He went home. It, it started <laughs> raining, and he went home. 
What's funny is Josh was a hundred dollars ahead of Red as of this morning, and then he Josh. went home. Red did two eighteen today and caught back up and actually beating Josh. So tomorrow, tomorrow's their final day of the war. So tomorrow is they they have a rule they can only work seven to seven. So seven a.m. to seven p.m. Whatever you accept before seven p.m. you can take, but you cannot take anything after seven p.m. So tomorrow it's going to come down to probably 7 p.m. because I know Red's market on Friday. I was I was in a competition with her. It was a really good market. She was getting yeah. some really good loppers. Right. Yeah. You know, and so uh, wherever you go, download the beta. Like I say, you go to middletontech.com forward slash gig wars. You can download the iOS and the Android version. Um, <clears throat> this is what the actual start of war screen looks like. So you come in here, you enter all your stuff. We do have the default platforms in here, and we got other in case you want. But say if you wanted to enter anything else, you could just enter it here. You know, like if you want, for example, seven to seven or whatever additional rules, you just enter it there. Okay. And so, but whenever you join a war, let me see if any of these are open. Okay, let me join this war. So I joined the ladies, Lady Enigma's Beta War. What I'll do is I'll come in here. And I'll enter my earnings, my miles, and how many trips I took. Okay. You can do this. You can do this after every delivery. You can do this at the end of the day. It's more fun if you do it after every delivery or when you get a small break. For real so that time way, updates. Yeah, the people get real time updates and they're like, oh, okay, I need to hurry up. I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, like I lowered my standards because we only did DoorDash this weekend. So I actually lowered my standards from what I would normally take. And, and <clears throat> I was making $300 a day, almost. So I would also say another stat I would be interested in seeing, hours you worked and active hours. See, what I was thinking about is I was thinking maybe taking their first entry and then their final entry. Yeah. Maybe, or something like that. There's going to be a lot of updates to this as we go forward. But I think that matters, too. I mean, obviously, yeah, you can work more hours and make more money. Right. Most of the time. But I mean, like, I would also, even if somebody lost to somebody, I'd like to see, well, well okay, they lost by $200, but they put in half the hours. <clears throat> oh, I do want to point out one, one fun thing that we put in here. Don't just quit wars. Because if you quit wars, we do mark you as a quitter and everybody can see that. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, of yeah. course, right? We got no problem promoting yeah. that. And so, uh, like, like she said, it, if you want to validate your earnings, we, we do have the pit stop. It runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, anybody is allowed to join it. You can get on there. You can talk. You know, you can discuss your day. You can dis discuss your strategies maybe. You know, if you're new, maybe somebody will get on there that's more experienced. They can tell you, uh, you know, some tips and tricks that you might be able to do to win your war, th things like that. So there's, there's going to be a lot of fun with this, and, and that's what yeah. we're, we're going for is just a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad to see Sounds that it went like to the next fun. level here. And I'm glad yeah. to I'm glad to hear that um <clears throat> I just mean this cuz I know that you've been working on this stuff for a while so I'm proud. I'm glad to hear that you did the iOS one not the Android. <laughs> That's what everybody says too. They're like, "Gary did iOS." First, I know how to program iOS. I've, I've I know you do, but I'm this. just but I'm just happy to see you did it. Like the Android would have been easy for you. Yeah, the Android would have been super easy. iOS was pretty simple for me too. It's I mean, it's a, it's a lot different wherever you go to programming, nothing but Android, and then you get to do an iOS. And I still have uh, one more iOS app coming this year, too. Well, it'll be Android and iOS, but I do have that coming. It'll probably be later in the year. Uh, 
And, and I think a lot of people would like the next app I come out with as well. Those. Yeah, but but like I said, it is released on GaryZaps.com. So if you want to test the beta, go in there, start war, start inviting people. The more people that we test it, we get input from you. You can come to the Gig Wars official channel. You can tell us what you want, tell us what you don't like, things like that. And we'll be a very open like I always am. I'm going to challenge Kim to Instacart. <laughs> I, I am. It's going to be a Thursday night to the next Thursday. That's so funny. I only do single batches, so um, you probably win just based I only off do of that. No batches. He so. does no, no, no. If you do a war, Steve, if you do a war, you have to actually be involved in the war. Oh, I will. That's what you I have saying. to do. I'll actually, I'll go for it, and then I'll be able to really say to you, like, "Yep, it's as bad as I thought." <laughs> like, <laughs> you're just doing it to prove a point. Well, it's also, but it also sounds kind of fun. It sounds like something to just shake up the the week for me. I can always jump back to my schedule, right? Well, you know, see, it's that's supposed to try and kind of it, it gives me content, it gives me perspective, it right. gives and me. You're gonna force me to be competitive, right? Kim and I are gonna be competitive in two suck markets that, for Instacart. Well, that's that's the thing. or like, else Mark... watch. We'll be the two highest earners of the can week you imagine? in the whole country. Like whenever, whenever, I did, whenever I did my war, like our war is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? On Friday, I was like, hey, I'm just going to work my regular day. I have, I have my, you know, I had the driver nation Friday night. So I had like three hours there. I couldn't work. And, but then like come Saturday and Sunday when we was neck and neck, I was like, oh, I got to win this thing. I, I can't lose it. And I already told Red, Sunday, come Sunday night, we were still really close. We was like $50 apart. You know, so and won? I told her, I won. Yeah, I won. But I told her, I said, I will stay out till midnight, and I'm an hour behind her too. I said, I will stay out till midnight to make sure I win. <laughs> Ruthless. Wait, I thought, wait, I thought you couldn't stay out after seven. No, you can set your own stuff. Ours was oh, okay, ours okay. was 24 okay. hours. It was a 24 okay. hours war. You can start at 12:01 Friday morning, and okay. and, and ended at 11:59 Sunday night. So you okay. can work any of that time frame. But like like I said, Friday, I only did like 200 bucks my normal day. I was home by three o'clock, got ready for driver nation, everything like that. But then like come Saturday and Sunday, whenever I didn't have very much going on, it was very competitive. Oh, like I made more money because I was having fun doing this. So I just, saw, I, just I think people make more money because they're having fun. I, I just saw Sessie said uh, yeah. she's still looking for somebody to challenge with Grubhub. So here's the perfect challenge, and he's not here, so we can do it for him. Um, Hannibal will challenge you because Hannibal just got back on Grubhub. But he's yeah. in like a different state, isn't he, for Grubhub? So, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by by the way, like I said, we do have an official war every week, and if you join the official war and you win, we do give you free merch for that. Oh, nice. And in fact, I think it says Gig Warrior on it front end or something like that. It's it's a badass t-shirt right. or a hoodie or whatever it is. Right. I get one. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll wear it once I get it since I beat red. Yeah. <laughs> so there there eventually will be like a, a Gig Wars like masters, like golf, yeah. where like you all go to one city and you compete in that city. The best of the best. The best of the best. It's like Top Gun in Nashville. <laughs> Top gun on the streets of Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> um, the war is a Philly thing. Okay. 
So yeah, so guys, check that out. I know that I've been I've been watching it on Red's channel. I'm, I'm I gotta say I'm pretty impressed with how fast she progressed that. I mean, this started, then it like jumped up a couple levels. I thought, and then more people were involved, and then she was all of a sudden. I saw just this app. You know, I'm spend a few days out in the back country in a mountain. I come back. Gary's made a nap. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. That quick. Ten, uh, well, I, whenever I talk to her, I think I told her it was going to take me seven days, and it took me six Yeah, to make. So This is rested on the yeah. seventh? Yeah. Right. So, like, like, <laughs> the same as it took God to make the earth. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> so... Um, but check that out, you guys. I don't know if, if anybody, yeah, I guess there's no link needed, but um, Gary'sApps.com. Right. I, I would very, say that's very the bottom of the page. Yeah, Gary'sApps.com, very bottom of the page. Yeah. So check it out. Download it. Challenge somebody. Like Kim's going to get challenged by me. I think, I mean, I, I won't, I can't spend my whole week doing Instacart, but I will fit in enough. Especially no, you, if we're you, doing it. Well, you it, set your own dates. You set your own dates. If you only want to do it right, three, but they especially do it three, if we're doing it every one we do, because right. I don't think Kim and I do enough of them right. to like wait a, a day or two to see where they're at. So like, if she was entering every time she did it, and so was I, it would make me more competitive. Like, damn, she got in front of me. I got to take yeah. one now. You know. So yeah, I, uh, I think on the next update, we're actually going to import or we're going to include notifications. So when you are in a war and somebody passes you, you get notified every time. Yeah. Oh, that'll make you people go out. Yeah. So I love the gamification. Gotta love it. Yes. Yeah. That's uh so that's a thing, guys. That's real. Um, check it out. And uh I think the that's a wrap. Um, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh again, thank you, Chris, and everybody for for help, hanging on there last week. I appreciate it. Um, it was a big thing for me. Um and uh, we will see you back here next week with Hannibal as long as he gets better. Um, I know yeah. he's feeling under the weather, so Hannibal get well. You're going to be challenged awesome. to a Grubhub competition with Sessie. And uh, we'll see what happens, man. And don't forget uh, to check us out tomorrow night on Driver Nation, 7 to 9 Eastern. Yep. And call in. You guys, that you don't have to get on StreamYard. You don't have to do it. You can just call a phone number. It's what, is, what is, it's a great show. I've been lurking the last couple of weeks. I, you know, I'll pop it in on there. I'm like, I gotta call in one of these times. You know, it, you know, yeah. we really do. We're at that point where people do need to call in because we really do. We have really changed that programming around a little bit. It's a, it's there are some true hardcore regulars that are in there every minute of every week um, who really love the show. And I think we've changed. I mean, Tom and I have been doing it for. I don't. I don't even know. We're. I mean. I think it was August. And so in, in August, it'll be two years. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we've been doing this for a while, uh, but for a long time, it was just radio. It wasn't on YouTube until like six months ago, maybe seven months ago. Um, but yeah, so join us over there. It's on uh, this channel and uh, it's seven to nine and you can call in. You don't have to, it's actually even probably better if you don't join the stream yard. Because it allows you to be working, and that's kind of what we like doing on that show is talking to people who are working and uh, getting perspective or figuring out what they're doing, what they're up to. So uh, that said, uh, yeah, exactly, Donna. Hit that like button before you go, guys. And 
we will see you tomorrow night or after that. that, We'll see you next Thursday. Uh, But until then, have a great week, everybody. Earn smart, and uh, we'll see you soon. Peace. Bye.